0: Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Philip Tate. He's a communications consultant doing brand building, strategic communications and marketing based in Charlotte, North Carolina. I have Seema Desai. She helps doctor moms create purpose and joy while excelling in their roles, both at work and at home. And she is an author. And I have Simon Coles. He's the CEO of Amphora Research Systems where they free scientists from the tyranny of paper. He is also the founder of Better Conversations Foundation. The question I have for you today, what is the difference between being kind, compassionate, and coddling someone?
1: Well, it's an interesting question, as these always are. Uh, When I saw that, I, I was on an early morning walkabout this morning, which I do every single day. I actually came across one of my favorite bumper stickers, which has a very simple message says simply be kind. Uh, And and I think we've lost that a little bit. I think what I like about kindness is just a mindset is when we're kind, we're able to admit we're wrong, uh, or maybe we don't know everything. And it allows us to be more open, uh, reconnect with others. Uh, I think kindness models openness, humility, things like that, which are all good traits. Obviously, if you take it too far, I guess, you know, as a parent or whatever, you might begin to coddle, uh, your children. Uh, and we certainly didn't try to do that, but I feel like we've we raised two pretty good young ladies uh, as a result. And, and we, we constantly promoted kindness. I think of kindness as a kind of a two-way street. Compassion sometimes is just an internal thing, some self-care, some self-awareness, things like that. Uh, it can obviously be outward. You can be compassionate to another person, but kindness is maybe a little more action-oriented for me. And maybe compassion is maybe a little bit more feeling oriented if that makes sense,
2: so I'd like to build on that when I heard this statement, my brain immediately lit up, and my one word answer in terms of the difference between the t- the two kindness, compassion versus coddling is judgment hmm. there's judgment in coddling either I don't believe you're capable of creating the success that I want for you, or there's judgment that you don't want that same success, and I have to kind of help you along but but kindness and compassion. There is all that openness that, that was just referred to, right? This ability to see something from another perspective and truly take action in a we base. How can we create success rather than I'm gonna coddle you along? But allows you to be authentic in your delivery versus coddling may feel like there's a very large dissonance between, you know, expectation versus reality. There's an inauthenticity that can present. Hmm.
3: So I'm I'm not a coach, so I don't. I'm not quite sure of my definitions in this, but I think there's some sort of difference between supporting versus helping versus rescuing it's something about making sure the person retains agency and and you're just you know supporting them to achieve the goals that they want and and they can kind of you know the idea is you're just giving them a little push as it were, and they'll be on their way and I think um that's kind that's compassionate if you see them as particularly compassion tends to be i think a sort of um standoffish sort of not, not stand up for in a bad way, but a, but in a in a respectful way. Whereas I think coddling probably does cross boundaries and does remove agency from the person and is probably built to create a sort of dependent relationship. Whereas I think, you know, being kind and being compassionate is probably not creating a dependency. I,
0: I love what all three of you have said, because it kind of fits to what I was thinking, which is it's not kind to coddle. Like those are very different things. Because if you coddle someone, I liked your point, Seema, that's basically saying, oh, you poor thing, you can't do it. Let me help you. You can't do that. But kindness is, let me be honest. Let me be straightforward. Let me bring you along agency and help you do that. So how do we make sure that we stay in kindness without getting into coddling? It is that judgment. Yeah,
1: it is. I think coddling, as, as we've talked about it here, creates a little bit of dependence on, on the person being coddled. And what's the old saying? If you love someone, set them free really a tough thing to do as a parent. You, you, you hate to see your children fail. You hate to see them struggle. And yet we all know that, that the best learning comes when you make mistakes and you learn from those mistakes. And so uh, I think the best thing to do, to Simon's point, is you do want to be supportive. You do want to find ways that, that, that you, can, you can help. And, and I think there's a kind way to do that. The way that you work with someone uh, when, they, when they do need your help uh, goes a long way toward it being sticky enough to be usable by the person you're trying to help.
2: I uh, very much rely on my sense of interoception. What is my body physiologically saying to me? And if I have this like Ugh, doing the dishes, even though I told, I told my son to do them and he's not, well, let me just do them. And it's like, that can sometimes feel like coddling because it's like, well, you're not holding him accountable. It's this versus kindness is more, ah, I recognize that those dishes aren't done and I'm going to hold space for that. And it feels good. It feels aligned with your intentions. It aligns your values, your actions, your thoughts, your words. It just feels easeful. Maybe the dishes don't get done, right? There's an ability to detach from the outcome because your goal is not actually to get the dishes done. The goal is to foster a functioning home wherein you all can contribute as a team. And that sometimes means you, you mess up, right? And, and you don't get the dishes done.
3: You mentioned sort of the judgment of the other person. I think the difference is actually going to see this point. It's your own internal awareness of yourself and what you're trying to achieve. It's really easy without judgment to get into coddling someone because it feels great because you're rescuing them. I think, it, yeah, it's less about your judgment of them and more about your ability to be thoughtful about Support and assistance you provide, and when to people.
0: Oh, you know what? That makes me think about the fact that sometimes when people are being kind to me and just trying to be helpful, I might feel coddled and I might respond to that in a way like, no, don't do that. But then I have to go back to the really good advice I got once, which is Robin, you are resilient, stop making decisions that make you prove it. Mm -hmm. And if someone offers you help to accept it, for me, if someone offers me help, how do I? get out of that, oh, don't coddle me, and into the thank you for the help.
1: Depends on how they communicate it to you. Obviously, I, I'm, I'm into, into communications, but uh, kindness, being kind, I think, allows for that two-way interaction, allows for that back and forth. So it's not the one, one-way one delivery, and I think that's, you know, any any good communications process is a two-way dialogue. It's a conversation. It's not one person telling the other person what to do. And I think that's where it's easy to spill into that coddling if if you're being told or you're being talked to rather than talked
2: with. Mm. Asking too, right? I mean, Simon mentioned empowering. So, hey, you look like you're having a hard time. Would it be helpful if I X, Y, Z? Or how can I help you? Blah, blah, blah. Versus, I see that you don't have that done. So I'm just going to go ahead and do that for you because you're probably just too busy to do it anyway. Like mm. Very different.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's. Is coddling imposing an obligation on a person? Whereas being kind, being compassionate to some extent, you wouldn't be holding a sort of I did this for you. Mm. Whereas coddling, it's like, look at me, I've been helping you all your life. And now this is what you this is how you treat me. You're not grateful, even though you didn't ask.
0: I work a lot with with graduate students and I tell them, you know, if you need me, call me, I'm available, whatever. And then sometimes I have to say to them, if someone offers you help, take it. Don't do it the hard way. And so I think some of us are so put off by that idea that someone might coddle us and then hold it over us. That's a good point. Maybe that's something that I need to add to my delivery to these students. I will not hold it over you.
1: I do a lot of mentoring and with students. I mean, sometimes, like I said, they they may not even realize they need assistance or they need help with something. Mm. Uh, and it is hard not to try to impose you know, what you know they need. But if you come to it from a position of compassion and kindness and given the choice of how you deliver that message or that counsel or that advice? Default to my bumper sticker. Be
2: kind. I think what's really unlocked a deeper uh, level of our relationship as between parent and child for both of my kids is being able to be vulnerable with how imperfect I am. So yes, I'm the mom, but what's been really cool is to say, hey, I really need your help with this And, and have it really be authentic, right? Not like I need your help getting the dishes done, but like, I'm having a really hard time. And I just, I think I would really need a hug, right? Tailored to your audience, right? If it's a coworker, obviously that that's not an appropriate, you know, maybe it is, I don't know. But um, allowing your person, your the, the receiver to see that also as the mentor or the teacher, as the giver also can be the student, that's empowering and mm-hmm. it models what we want, right? We want them to, to take the help. When, when giving.
3: Does that mean that- If you coddle someone, they're unlikely to coddle you back, if that makes sense. It's a fairly one-way relationship throughout your entire relationship, whereas you can be kind and compassionate to somebody and they can be kind and compassionate back to you tomorrow.
0: I think that's true. I think coddling is a one-way street. Absolutely.
3: (laughs) Well, that is our 10
0: minutes, so I have to cut us off there, but this has been really interesting. Thank you for having this conversation with me. I have learned a lot. I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.